The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Winning. Kick. Weekly. Smith for the win. GK. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Winning Picks Weekly. My name is John, co-host of Knicks Jets, etc., writer for the Jet Press. As always, joined by a video producer for Knicks, Jets, etc. The uh, third leg of the Jets episodes. What up, Greg? What's going on, fellas? Ready for another episode of college football? Yeah, man. Football's back. The weather's getting nicer. We continue here with the conference championship and just regular football conferences previews. Uh, as always, we're joined by our boy Chip Murphy at Chip Murphy Seven on Twitter. What up, man? What's up, guys? Happy to be back. Ready to talk college football. We got, what, two days until week zero? Yeah, the technically the start to the college football season. Have a couple games that are worth talking about. So ready to talk about that. Ready to talk about the Big 12. So excited. I'm, I'm so hyped. I can't believe I, it's the stupidest name ever, but I'm so excited about it. Week zero, <laughs> yeah. I, I am, and I don't care about the, the games in Ireland and I was looking. I, was, I caught myself uh, checking out spreads today, but we'll get to all that. We're here to discuss a little Big Twelve preview. Definitely go out and check out our last episodes. We got an episode on the Pac-12. We got an episode on the Big Ten. And we got an episode on the ACC. You could find all that on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. We are there. That's Winning Picks Weekly. We're also on Twitter. Winning P Weekly. We, we, we were doing our daily MLB bets. We're definitely going to be sending out uh, the college slates. We'll be, we'll put our names on it too. Uh, so you'll let yeah. you know who's taking what uh, in the college one. We're all uh, going hard over there. So you can yell at us uh, <laughs> and hold us each accountable. We also have the golf spreads out there. So definitely check us out on Twitter, on YouTube, where you're watching us now, probably. We're under the Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period, channel. Like, subscribe, comment, let us know what you're taking. Let us know what you think of our preview. And, of course, as our daily goes, we'll be doing the daily slates, the Saturday slate, and the Sunday slate for NFL. So, definitely, I mean, this is this is our time to shine. We're ready. We've been in the off season, but it's time, man. It's time. It's ready to... Uh, as, as our boys too fighter would say, we're ready to roll, man. We are ready to freaking roll here. And let's get it started, man. Let's get started with the with the Big 12. And I would say the most popular name this year in the Big 12. And probably, I'll, I'll give some credit to uh, our boy Colin Coward, who uh, went out and, and gave a, a huge soliloquy on them recently. So let's just start there. 
We got Baylor. Dude, Baylor every single year and just coming off, you know, Denzel Mims asking for a trade. So I think it's just appropriate, right? With my New York Jets backgrounds, just talk some Baylor right now. What do you guys think about Baylor? And Greg, what do you think about the over-unders in this conference in general? I know you got some thoughts on that. So why don't you start us off on that and then give us some thoughts on Baylor, who, again, as I said, seems to be a popular team here. Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, overall, as we were preparing, we were talking about a little bit before the show about how all the overs for the conference, I think, except for two, are juiced like crazy for the overs. So Oklahoma State right now, they're over eight and a half is plus 100. So that's even money. And Texas over eight and a half is plus 120. Other than that, you have to lay you have to lay a lot of juice. Minus 140, minus 170 or some minus 180 is the highest with Oklahoma. So Baylor, I was looking at, but I kind of got a little scared. Seven and a half is minus 170 on FanDuel right now. And for me, that's tough. Baylor, you're talking about our time to shine. We're ready to roll. And I don't know. That kind of that kind of rang for me for Baylor a little bit. Is it their time to shine? Are they ready to roll? Or are they still building something? They had a great season last year, but they lost a lot of players to the NFL or transfers or you know the transfer portal whatever it may be so i'm a little nervous about baylor so because it's minus 170 i assume a lot of people are taking it but because the points you know are so high i'm not going to bet 170 dollars to win 100 dollars. that's just too much so i stayed away from the over on this but overall that was my my biggest takeaway for the whole conference was just the overs are crazy so if you like one you have to really like one or try to find an alternative over so where does that put you on Baylor here? For me, for Baylor, I'm going to do something a little different. And I, don't know, I guess we could start the episode off like this because I, I don't know if I'm in my own head on it. I like them to win the conference. So plus 650, I think, are the odds right now for them. Um, I had them up on DraftKings earlier. So I like them plus 650 because I think they're good odds. If they put it together, if it's their time to shine, their code now is, I think this is third year. So... If they put everything together and they have a great season, I think that they have a legit shot to win the conference. I think Oklahoma's going to be tough, and that's really about it. Maybe Texas, maybe Oklahoma State. But Baylor, if they put it together, they could win at plus 650. I think some pretty good odds. But also, if they don't put it together, it could be really bad. So they have a pretty Mm -hmm. tough schedule. So I like the under for Baylor, under 7.5. Right now on FanDuel, that is plus 145. So I got two plus money bets. If one of those hit, either thing happens. I have a shot. The worst thing that happens to me is like they have an eight and eight season or, you know, an eight win season or a nine win season. They're not good enough to win the conference and they're also going to hit their over. So I'm hoping for tragedy for Baylor or incredible, incredible season, 11 mm-hmm. win season. Well, what five games are you looking at here for L's? I mean, you mentioned Texas as being a tough game. We'll get into that. Uh, the next team here. I'm not sure that'll be so tough, even though it's at Texas, uh, last game of the season. There's TCU here, Oklahoma, obviously going to be tough. I think BYU on the road is tough. Uh, it's the second yeah. week, so you know September 10th. I think that could be a tough game. Coming after U Albany opener, which shout out to the Great Danes <laughs> taking that. I think that's going to be 40 points, maybe 45. I'm taking all those points. Albany's going to show out on the road all day. Deal, 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 deal. <laughs> So I'm taking Albany in that one, but they're going to win it. Let's say that Baylor's definitely going to win that game, whether they cover or not. It's another story. Um, at BYU is a tough game. That's their first road game of the season. 
at Iowa State. Their second road game this season is tough. That finished out September. So they have a shot at going two and two September. Home against Oklahoma State's tough. At West Virginia, West Virginia is not a fun place to play. At Texas Tech could be tough. I mean, every one of these games at Oklahoma, they're 10 point. They have a tough road schedule, but they got to win a couple of them. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, they can lose every road game. That would be crazy. That's what I'm saying. They could go three and three. They could go. So you like you like all their home four. games, and you're worried about their road games. Pretty much, some of their home games are tough too. That's the thing with Baylor. I, like I'm saying, I think it could go either way. I don't think they're gonna just go right down the middle and win 50 percent of their games. I don't know, Chip. Do you have a feel on Baylor or kind of what you're thinking? Yeah, I like the under two. Yeah, okay. I, I'm think they overachieved a lot overachieved a lot last year and I don't like the fact that they lost so much there you know I I take a lot of stock in the returning production numbers and they are super low on that 122nd in the country they only returned 40 47% of their production from last season and they were really good last year that really affects them and they they have a quarterback they have a new quarterback coming in with Blake Shapin and like you said, they lost a lot in the transfer portal. Particularly, they lost a lot at running back. Uh, they lost a lot on defense. What do they have? Seven starters on defense, six starters on offense coming back. Um, they have an entirely new receiving core, which is going to be interesting, I guess, for a new quarterback. I just don't have a lot of confidence in them. I think you nailed it. The BYU game is going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, Oak State. At Oklahoma, I think TCU game is going to be really tough. Yeah, I think yeah. I think at Texas is a tough one. I don't think Kansas State's going to be great, but I don't think there'll be a pushover. Uh, I almost said Kansas, but I decided not to. Hey, that's tough, man. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say at I'll say at West Virginia. I was so torn on West Virginia, man, because man, JT Daniels. Who knows if he can stay healthy or not, but at sure. West Virginia could be a tough game. It could not be. It is on the road, but again, West Virginia is, you know, we're going to talk, I'm sure about TCU later. West Virginia is pretty tough to predict because I don't know about that quarterback situation with Daniels, but it is on the road and that's a tough place to play. Uh, I just don't think they're a lot like I've seen some preview. I just was looking at the Bleacher Report preview. They, Predict, uh, predicted Baylor to win the Big 12 again. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Don't, Everybody's calling Baylor. That's why I want to start, start off with yeah, kind of like the popular name here. The, I'm looking at the, the Athlon Sports picked them to win 10 games and to win the Big 12 again. And they're low on Oklahoma and they're low on Texas. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with that actually. I don't know. What, I don't I need to read that. I'm, I'm kind of leading with, with them in this, uh, yeah. in this prediction here, dude. I think. On paper, these these teams sound difficult and scary and tough, but I like Baylor, man. Your a lot of your your basis is off. Last year was kind of fluky. I don't know what if like what, take out that part. I don't know like about actual- fluky. I, I I think I do. I think they're going to be yeah. <laughs> really. I think Aranda is a great coach, and I think they're going to be great long term. But I'm going more off how much they lost from last year. I think they're going to reload and he's a good recruiter and they got some good players coming in, but I think that's more long term. Like I think, I think they're going to struggle this year and then, and then bounce back. I think the big 12, I think, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma leaving, like they could kind of control the big 12 long term. 
for yeah, how last thoughts looks. here. You, you said yes. you said you do think it was a, a fluky season. Last I got year. two things because I kind of I agree with Chip on both prongs or whatever. They lost a lot again. Twenty four hundred yards at running back gone. They have to replace that. Top three receivers gone. Yeah, quarterback killer for me. Quarterback. You know they had a decision last year, right? So they don't have a decision anymore. They have to go with who they got. So there's a lot of production that can be lost. Plus the defense. Again, they lost the safety. They lost a couple other uh, defensive players to the draft and then a couple more for a transfer. So you have to reload. And that was my thing to start with Baylor. Is it their time to shine? Are they ready to roll? Are they going to be a program that comes in every year and can reload? I don't think so. Not yet. I agree. The coach was it Arnada is how you say his name. He's uh, been Aranda. good. Aranda. 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 He's been good. They had a great year last year. To the fluky part of it, to the other part of it, plus 26 in sacks differential, plus 12 in turnover margin. It's tough to chart those year over year and be consistent. Plus 12, 12 in the turnover margin means that you just have an extra turnover every game, an extra possession every game. That's critical. So I don't know if they can do that again. Same thing with the sacks, man. Sacks are plus 26. That's a couple of games now we're talking about. It's just crazy because, I, I mean, I, you guys are being logical here. But like you guys mentioned at the top, the overs are juice. So over seven and a half is juice here. And I'll be honest, I kind of like it. I'm, I don't want to take it because it's minus one seventy. I just five games is a lot. I get, I can see yeah. them, you know, you know, maybe losing four, and you know, but obviously that's not a, you know, that's not really a crazy prediction if it's seven and a half. And I'm saying four losses is right there, and the under is plus one forty five. So if you guys agree with Greg and Chip's logic here, under seven and a half at plus one forty five, definitely take that. And I wonder if it's going to go down to the last game of the season, which I mentioned. And that's against Texas. And, dude, talk about terrible offseason, right? I mean, kind of, I don't want to say off the field, but, like, you get uh, a Manning to be a quarterback. I, I call that I call that kind of off the field because he's not playing this year. And so there's hype, right? But there's hype for, like, no reason. I get this optimism, around the building you know it smells like optimism when you walk outside but then you go inside and there's injuries man there's injuries that your your best two players arguably got hurt uh wide receiver quarterback tough season ending injuries and the the overs is is went from i'm sure the over for texas a couple weeks ago was minus money now that's a plus 120 one of the only Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Teams that's plus money on the over. And I agree with it. Again, I agree with it, though I, I'm, cha- I'm all chalk right now because under eight and a half at minus 140 looks good to me. Let's start with you, Chip. 
you, 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 the one that mentioned Texas. What do you, what do you like? I disagree with you a million percent here. I know. I think Texas, I think Texas is back. I think they are. I think they are. I have a question though, Chip. Are you every year check Texas is back? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Well, now we get to hold you accountable because next year you're going to tell me Texas is back. (laughs) I am. I'm betting them to win the Big 12 and I am seriously considering betting them to make the college football playoff. How do I fade you here? (laughs) <laughs> you take the under. You take the under. Okay, that's you fine. Take the under that's for obviously sure. not going to happen. But yeah, let's let's do it. Texas obviously not going to happen. First of all, the they have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're we playing have... Alabama week two, bro. That's one, <laughs> that's like one game. Yeah, oh my I know, god! I'm just saying, they start. They have the, first of all, they have. Xavier Worthy set the the freshman record for catches and yards. He was awesome last year. Uh, 62 catches, 981 receiving yards, and 12 touchdowns as a true freshman. Last year, Bijan Robinson's the best running back in the country. A lot of it obviously depends on what Quinn Ewers can do. Yeah, we don't, we haven't seen him play yet, but he's number one recruit in the country, one of the most hype recruits of all time, transferred in to play quarterback from Ohio State. I mean, you, you mentioned, uh, Isaiah Nair got hurt, who transferred in. He was supposed to be, uh, really good for them from Wyoming. And that, that obviously hurts, but. I don't know. I'm still high on them. I think they can win. Uh, I hope like Sark is a great story. Like you really, you want to root for Sark because he's, you know, he's had his problems and stuff and you want to see him bounce back. And I think Texas, uh, college football is a lot more interesting when Texas is good. And I think it would be good for football. Obviously, that's why I'm not, that's not why I'm picking them. I just, I think they're going to be good enough to. Uh, to win the Big 12 this year. I also think Big 12 is going to be a little bit down. I was talking about this like the other day. I, w- I was like, like Brett Venables is a great coordinator at Oklahoma and the defense will be good, but we're kind of ignoring the fact that he's never been a head coach before. Yeah. Like he's, he's a rookie. We're like, we're just going to blindly bet money on a, a rookie head coach to win a conference. Like I know the Big 12 is kind of down. Maybe, but like, that's a little bit of a stretch to me. Like, I'm not just going to do that. Like, I know he's the best defensive coordinator, one of the best defensive coordinators probably ever, but there's a big difference. Like, there's a big difference. We don't, maybe his players will hate his guts. Like, that has to be factored into it. We don't know yet. Um, maybe he does like a, a Bill Belichick assistant kind of thing. He's like, Oh, I can act like Dabo and get away with it. Uh, I just but want to I'm, put it on record right now because this is the exact reason. I and I am b- betting blindly here on uh, ULM. On no ULM week one. Oh my Texas god! Plus thirty-seven and a half, baby. Give me those points. You're doing the same thing. You're, you're coach, just doing the same thing you did with SC. I mean, I think SC stinks. This is. I mean, I guess so. Actually, you're right. This is the same thing. I just think both <laughs> those teams stink. SC stinks. I think they the got... first game is everyone's gonna realize it. So I'm, I'm just gonna hit the spreads on the other squ- on the other side. I agree. Actually, you're totally right. I'm doing the same exact thing. I think we're catching a trend here, which is why we're here to talk it out. Greg, what do you think about Texas, man? I'm big. So until I started doing like podcasts and all this stuff with like college football i was big on just betting against the teams you hear about all the time i was betting big on betting the unders for michigan texas all the big schools just because i just i feel like every year texas is back every year it's going to be our year whatever it is <laughs> now for every for every school us. 
Tennis, <laughs> love all that stuff. Oh, this is Tennessee's year. It feels yeah, like '98. Exactly. Uh, well, well, wait till we do the SEC episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee makeup feels like '98. Yeah, so I love doing all that stuff. So because now we're really looking at it, putting real money on everything. I'm just staying away from Texas. I would love to be a horns down every year kind of guy. I usually am, but I like Texas last year. They got a ton of injuries. There's just so many pieces that I don't know. Eight wins looks doable. So or nine wins, I guess if it's over eight or eight and a half, you need nine to win. It looks doable, but also every year it looks doable. Every year they have a great team. Every year there's a storyline of why Texas is going to go all the way. And every year it crumbles. You don't think it's a little different this year with the vibe, with the vibe around the quarterback? With the injuries? No, just because every year it feels different than this year. It's like it's, the it's, he's their top recruit since Vince Young, man. He's their highest rated recruit since Vince Young. It's different, I think. Listen, I, I do that's think what I'm this. saying. Yeah. You just smell optimism, dude. You just smell it. I get it. I, I, I want the Manning to do great too, but he's not playing. We have a rook. We have rookies everywhere. We have rookies and second stringers, man. We have and a good running back. I, I don't know. Yeah, and like if I could put a future, if I could put a future on, I don't know if Manning's first year is going to be next year. If I could put a future right now on the under for that year, I would because every year's gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be all the same stuff you said, Chip. But now he's actually playing. It's like, all right, dude, he's a rookie quarterback. Like he's gonna get blown up sometimes. Like, he's not gonna be perfect. It's not high school anymore. So yeah, I don't know. Every year, Manning. yeah, exactly. Every year there's something like that with Texas. Every year there's something like that with Michigan. Every year there's like something like that with USC, with Oregon. There's all this stuff all this time with and. Every year it happens for Texas. So Dude, Texas is playing at Alabama next year. So yeah. that's why I, I, that's, they're probably going to make them wait two years, regardless of what happens. Again, it's one game. Again, it's one game. I yeah. Know. But, but again, that's why I'm staying. Away. 65 on one game. Yeah. <laughs> Early in the season, it's tough to bounce back from that. In your own, in your own house, in your but, own stadium. I, but I, uh, here's the thing. If there is a team to bounce back, I'll give it to Texas. Like, they are a team that's able to get absolutely killed. And then once everyone finally starts making fun of them, then they win the next week. I've seen that a hundred times from Texas. <laughs> I feel like I could write that, uh, you know, write that down. And yeah, like last, of- last year they lost on the road to Arkansas early in the season week two, and then they bounced back and beat Rice 58-0. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, poor Rice. Yeah, but exactly. They bounced, I feel like they, they don't back. you feel like they hit rock bottom last year, though? I feel like they hit rock bottom like every losing, year. No, Yo, losing to the last three years, losing to Kansas at home, losing to Kansas at home was rock bottom. There's the, nowhere, there's nowhere to go but up. That's true. Well, there's a Kansas up, rematch up could be year. seven wins. Up could be seven <laughs> wins for this team. Yeah. Every, I mean, last year, I'm just looking at their schedule so. now. I remember I last so. year they started out four and one. Every all oh, Texas, all oh, Texas. They lost like seven in a row. It's just tough with Texas, but I don't think you, anybody was super high on them last year. Like, not. I know I wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's 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 look at this from the Texas perspective, just for fun. But really talking about our next team here, and this might make or break their season, right? Because. You know, we obviously Alabama's a loss, and let's, for argument's sake, say they're able to beat ULM, which is going to be a tough one for them. For argument's sake, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. UTSA, uh, Texas Tech, and you know West Virginia, whatever. We'll give them that. So then, I guess Oklahoma is going to really make or break their season, especially when you're talking conference. Well, when Oklahoma loses to Nebraska, they're going to be desperate for that win. So, 
Yo, I hope, I'm just telling you right now, if Nor if they lose in Ireland, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough week one for Chip. It's gonna be a tough week one because I love Northwestern, but we're saving that for another. I'm just episode. letting you know right now, if they lose in Ireland, like God help you for the rest of this year. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be a rough one. Yeah. We have to put a super clip together. <laughs> so let's. Let's move on to Oklahoma for a little bit here because sure. they they've also been, you know, rocking with the headlines, but it feels like it's because they keep losing guys. Right? And it's all they have a lot of question marks, but more in the negative instead of question marks like, oh, they're you know, there are people here and we're not sure who's gonna kind of win out. Here it's kind of we don't know who's gonna be able to plug in the holes, right? With Oklahoma. What do you how do you guys feel about I mean, you guys could talk about this Texas-Oklahoma game, but how do you just feel about Oklahoma in general? I think they lost a lot, but I also think they gained a lot. I agree with Chip on Venables with that it's his first time as a head coach. And I say that for the NFL. I think it's true with the, with college football as well. People don't realize all that goes into being a head coach. There is a monumental difference between being a coordinator and a head coach. Now, Venables has obviously been at Clemson for enough to see how Dabo operates. Phenomenal D coordinator. Can he be a head coach? We don't know. If there was a spot to do it in though, I think it's, I think it's this spot. I think it's a top program. I think he has a real shot and there's a decent schedule for him. Again, he's, he's entering. If you were to go to a school has to be one of the best jobs in the country. That's why he left Clemson. So I mean, think about it. Their road it's games are just Nebraska, TCU, Iowa State, West Virginia, and Texas Tech. I mean, what a schedule, dude. What else could you ask for? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, look at his home games, too. I mean, UTEP, Kent State, Kansas State, Kansas, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. Like, it, the schedule set up for him, but it's is it the Oklahoma that we see and expect every year? Or is it one of those things where there's going to be a little hiccup in the road and by year two or year three, they're back to doing what we expect them to do year in, year out. That's the biggest gamble. And, and he, I don't know, is the bedlam, like, is he going to win that one in his first year? I mean, it just, I don't, I don't trust Oklahoma at all. And this one is weird for me because I, I could see, you know, the name Oklahoma. I could see the schedule being easy, but the under here is juiced, actually. Right, the over eight and a half is minus one eighty, which is yeah. the exact opposite of what's going on in this entire conference, as we mentioned. And the under eight and a half is plus one fifty five. You Wait, you're talking it? about for Oklahoma? It's yeah, yeah. Under eight and a half is plus one fifty five. I kind of like tough. that. I, kinda, I mean, as much as I as much as I think their schedule is pretty easy, I just think they have a lot to figure out. What I don't care about too, like we talked about it, I think in one of the previous episodes, like you have to play someone like there, the, I don't, all these conferences, all these teams in this conference are all juiced to the over like crazy minus 140, minus 160, <laughs> minus 170. So the unders are Somebody plus 130, plus 40. Someone has to win and someone has to lose. Like someone has to have six wins. Someone has to have four wins. Someone has to have seven wins. Like everyone can't have 10 wins and they all play each other. So like who's going to be the team? That struggles. I think Baylor has more of a shot to struggle yeah. than Oklahoma. That's why I went with the Baylor under, and that's why I'm feel, not going with the Oklahoma. Okay. To be honest with you, in, the, in this case, 
Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're a little bit of NFC East here, right? Where they all just, you know, beat each other up. And, you know, maybe it'll come down to that where all of them have a couple losses. And if that's the case, I, I really like Baylor, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, now that we, we're talking it out more, just for conference stuff. But again, they're too popular. You know what I mean? Everybody's on Baylor. That makes me terrified of Baylor. I don't know. Oklahoma's popular and they're the most, uh, they're the, the, the favorite, you know, to win the conference. I threw them in a couple parlays, like not, not, you know, expensive ones, just, you know, to throw them in there just because they are the favorites out of respect for them. But I, I don't know, guys. I mean, I do like that the Oklahoma State is the second to last game, right? But imagine they lose in Nebraska week three, Chip. You think that's a possibility? What's that spread? Does you guys have that right now? I have a projected minus two and a half. For Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma's the favorite in Nebraska. Yeah. It's a pretty even game in Nebraska. That's that one's gonna be tough. I could I could actually see Nebraska taking that one. TCU uh, TCU. All right. Any final thoughts here on Oklahoma? I don't know how to play it. I like the over eight and a half, but so is everyone's minus one eighty. Their yeah. alternate over is plus ten and a half, or is ten and a half. I think that's plus. I just had up. That's plus two thirty five. Nine and a half is the number. Nine and a half is play. That's why I can't get it. So well, it's it, it, ten to win ten to win ten regular season games. Oklahoma's plus one twenty five. Plus one twenty five, yeah. So That's maybe I'll do that to win ten games. Is it went ten or more? No, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, ten or more, yeah, ten or more, and you could parlay up to eight. I'll definitely. You can't yeah, parlay over unders. That's on Fanduel. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna be taking that then. What was a plus one twenty five deal? Sign me up. That's how I'm gonna play it because I think they have a legit shot. I think it's gonna be Baylor and them in the conference finals. So. Can like they it. win 10 games and not? I, I guess they can win 10 games and not win the conference, right? They can play in the conference finals and not. I think the, yeah. the you know, I think the winner, the two people that play in the finals are going to have 10 or more wins. So is it Oklahoma State? Is it Oklahoma? Is it Baylor? You know, you know Baylor's plus 550 to win 10 games. Forget your conference. Yeah, that's yeah. a good bet too. Instead of that, yeah. I'll do that instead. So Baylor win 10 plus 550. That's why I'm happy we're doing this. I'm happy we're talking it out. Happy mm-hmm. people are listening and, and let us, and let us and know if we're missing anything. And if you want to parlay Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Utah, just a couple of the teams we've been talking about, it's not a bad bet, man. Ten, uh, plus 3,900. I like that. If you want to keep adding, get a little crazy, it can obviously uh, go up a little bit, but just some interesting thoughts there. All right, Chip. This is one of my teams here. I'm ready for you to tear it up. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't love them. I just, I'm interested in them. Even when I read predictions on them and like, you know, the magazines and stuff, they're also not too high on that. But for some reason, I just kind of have this weird feeling about TCU this year, dude. How do you feel about them? I like them too. I like them too, but the over. I was actually not expecting that. (laughs) No, 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 no. I, I mean, like I said earlier, the return of production is always something I, I look at. They're returning like eighty percent of their production from last season. Yeah, I I love six and a half, dude. 
And I and Sonny Dykes, the coach they hired from SMU, I really like. He's a great offensive coach. I really like TCU. Six and a half, yes, six and a half, small number. I think the over is it's not over like it's really it's like one it was like one sixty on Fandle or something. But it's yeah, I think over is minus oh, one forty. Oh, is under it? Under okay. is plus one twenty. Yeah, I wouldn't take the under. I think they're gonna. I agree with you. I think they're gonna be good. I wouldn't take I think the they're under. They're one of the most them. underrated teams in the entire conference, dude. Not only uh, Sunny Dykes, uh, but they got that that number one corner, Hodges Tomlinson, <laughs> one of the best yeah. last names in college football this year, and he's a top corner. Uh, what's that wide receiver's name? Uh, Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnston, yes. Johnson, something like that. He was a beast, dude. He killed the last year. Uh, you know, I don't really pay. T- I didn't really pay attention too much to them, but when you when I see those guys pop up everywhere, <laughs> when I'm when we're talking about this conference, I don't know. I I think I just, I think they're uh, they're very underrated. But then how can I say that when they got when they got, you know the preseason poll, they're uh, they're looking pretty good. So we'll see, we'll see what happens here. But I, I definitely like the un- the over six and a half. And to be honest with you. Greg, we talked about Baylor to win the conference with value. Yeah. TCU's plus 1,200, man. I know that sounds crazy. I know that's far. And honestly, I can't believe how close it is to shout out to last episode or a couple uh, episodes ago where we uh, NC State is plus 750. It feels like that's way too close to each other where I feel like NC State has such a better chance. But anyway, I digress. TCU plus 1,200. I'm going to dabble on that. Yeah, you said the same thing to me for Baylor. I was just looking at TCU to get 10 or more wins plus 1,100. So if you like them to win the conference, chances are to even to get into the game, they're going to have to have 10 wins. So plus 1,100 is only 100 points off. It's not too bad. They get you Oklahoma. They get the conference championship and lose. They get Oklahoma and Oak State at home, by the way, TCU. I was going to say, well, they got SMU. Well, that's going to be a fun one. Right, and it's at SMU. Shout out to the schedule makers. Mm. At Colorado week one, I'm telling you, he's going to set the tone for this whole team. Right? It should be an easy game. Uh, but that's going to – is that an ESPN game? Oh, no. ESPN 10 o'clock, and we're going to be all over that. That's going to be a tough Are, game. Man. Is that really? <laughs> yeah, Friday. If they lose to Colorado in week one, going to look like idiots. If they, <laughs> if they yeah, lose to Colorado. It's a tough game. But after that, it gets pretty easy until Oklahoma in October. And you said, like you said, that's at home. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma I don't know if at, home. at SMU is easy. Plus, it's a revenge game. Dykes coached SMU last year, and he yeah, bailed. I mean, I, the coach, bro. Yeah, he bit. Well, revenge game for the team. He bailed on them. I think before the oh, bowl game. I think. Yeah, players don't care, dude. These players. Nah, I think they care. I think they do. Ah, yeah. I think they care. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like the coach sometimes has the advantage in these kind of situations. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, there's at Texas, at Baylor, tough games. I don't know about the over the, the, the 10. I actually like conference better because here's the thing. If they could beat Oklahoma and they, you know, they, and they for some reason lose to SMU, but we're, we're now we're still talking. We're still talking about the conference. You know what I mean? If they're able to beat Baylor and then, you know, lose to Texas Tech, like we, we can still talk conference. You know, uh, so I, I, I kind of like the plus 1200 here. Chip is with me. TCU, you, you kind of like you kind of like the 10 wins, Greg, or are you kind of just throwing that out? No, there? no, no, I'm not taking anything with TCU. I like Baylor better, especially if it's if we're talking okay. conference championships. You got another underrated team here, Greg? 
Um, let me see. I do. I do, and I know Chip does as well. So I don't like Iowa State. Yeah, um, me and you yeah. are on that. <laughs> you know, that. trying to pull it up here, but we all know as the, you know, as being Jets fans that we are, I got the Jets background going right now. They lost Brees Hall, who, Hell in yeah. my opinion, is the best running back in all of college football last year. That's why we took him. Oh, and Kenneth so. Walker's injured, bro. That's true too. But seven and six record last year, so six and a half, I think, is the over under right now. That's essentially matching last year's record with a loss of Brees. The over six and a half is minus one twenty as well. And they yeah. lost a quarterback too, Purdy, and, who was like the best quarterback in the history of the school. Yeah, and I do love Brock Purdy. So yeah. um well, I like them last year. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, the under six and a half plus a hundred. That's another reason why I like it too. It's one of the two unders in the whole entire thing <laughs> that is kind plus of like one. reasonable odds and a reasonable bet. Otherwise, it's like plus one forty five, and there's like no chance of it hitting. So, um, yeah, I like them. Like I said, not you know, offense even last year had room to be desired, and I don't think they reloaded enough. Defense lost a ton of people as well, so. Um, it wasn't a good, was tough. Wasn't a good only, team last year. Only three starters back on defense, and they are 128th in the nation in returning production. Oh, they, I didn't know they that. Lost a lot. Yeah. So, and number. to your point about the schedule, uh, John, they got <laughs> a couple easy games. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see where you find seven wins in a schedule. Their road schedules at Iowa. <laughs> At Kansas, should win that game. At Texas, at Oklahoma State, at TCU. You might win one road game all year. How are you going to win six games at home when you have to play Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Baylor? And watch out for that Kansas upset. I'm just I'm just saying. They could yeah. be better than we think. And Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Kansas, I think their over-under is two and a half. I think they had two wins last year, so... But they shocked people. So yeah. this definitely could be an opportunity for them to take a little money line on that. I'll be looking at mm-hmm. that October 1st. That's a good point. So to match last year's over-under with a much depleted team, I don't think they're going to do it. That's really my take on it. Chip, That's I don't know if you have other stuff to round out. Or I, was, I, I agree with everything you just said. That's all I was going to say. And I was surprised that it was six and a half because, like you yeah. said, they lost so much. They lost their star quarterback, their star running back. And they're expected to win the same amount of games. I just didn't get that at all. I, I don't see seven wins, especially they they have tech at Texas, home versus Oklahoma, home versus West Virginia, and then at Oklahoma State. That's a tough four games, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, that, like those are tough four games for the squad. And um, that Kansas State game won't be easy too at home. They they got a really hard schedule. They got a tough one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. I think I think we're all uh, in agreement here. From Iowa State under. Well, a couple uh, a team that we mentioned a couple times here, we haven't really gotten into. Chip, what are your thoughts on Oklahoma State? I don't know, man. I feel like they overachieved a little bit last year too, because you know Texas was not as good as people thought they would be, and Oklahoma had a little bit of a outlier season with Lincoln Riley, but they in the end they couldn't really take advantage. Because, you know, they did what they kind of do. They probably, well, they not probably, they did have a chance to win the Big 12. I think last year was their year. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like they blew their shot last year. Like they lost by one score to Baylor. I think they really had it. I look, I could be totally wrong on them and like Spencer Sanders could just have an awesome season, but I think I feel like last year they won 12 games. Like last year was their year to get it done and they just didn't get it done. And I feel like they're going to a lot like Baylor. I think they're going to come back to earth. Maybe not quite as much as Baylor, but I think Texas and Oklahoma are both going to be better than them. Like they're just, they're not going to, they're not a team that consistently wins like 10 to 12 games. I, it's, I, I don't see it with them this year. And I'm looking at their schedule now. I realize they have like a week non-conference, um, I didn't even look at their over under too much. Like, I don't know. Is it eight and a half or nine and a, eight yeah, and a half? Right? It's juiced like crazy again. Yeah. Like everything else. Yeah. And they, cause they'll start out three and oh, and then they go to Baylor and that, that fourth game where they go to Baylor is where you'll probably learn a lot about both teams. Yeah. So yeah, I. I don't know. Again, what's their, what's their production return? Because I saw my thing says yeah. se- seven on offense, four on defense. Yeah, they're one hundred seventh in the, the country. It's tough. To your point, Chip, I agree with you. I thought last year was their was their year. Second in the country on third down conversion percentage. Fourth in yards allowed per game on defense. Fourth in yards per play. First third. in the country in uh allow- in rushing yards allowed. Exactly. So, and, you know, fourth and for attempts. So they were incredible last year on defense, which I don't know if that's a hallmark of the Big 12. I feel like it hasn't been, but the. Sorry to cut you off, Greg, but the defensive coordinator left. He went to Ohio State. That's the biggest one. Yeah. That's, we should have mentioned that off top. So not only do they have to rebuild, because I think four, three or four of the stars that are returning are all on the defensive line. So you have a new guy coming in who I think was from Vanderbilt, if I remember correctly. I don't know if you know anything about Vanderbilt. They haven't been a very good program. They're not good. Yeah. So I don't know if I would really be hyped about bringing someone in from there to mm-hmm. be your D coordinator. You have to rebuild the whole secondary and linebacker group. So it's a tall task for them. I think they're in a tough spot. To Chip's point about Mike Gundy kind of going up and down, up and down. I kind of agree with that. They kind of ride, you know, recruiting classes. They're not in the spot where they can just reload every year like some of these bigger programs can. So. Um, they were great against the spread last year. They were awesome to watch as always. Love the colors, love the games. It's usually, you know, high scoring, but last year it wasn't because their defense was so good. And that's why it was their opportunity. They, they fumbled it at the end. So I don't like the over, don't really like the under for them. I don't know, John, if you're leaning one way or another on it, but I would probably lean the under just because it's plus money. But even then, I could see them winning eight or nine games. Lost six of their top eight tacklers, by the way. They just lost a, a lot on an awesome defense. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, generally I don't take over-unders because I can't parlay them and I don't care to bet money and think about it all year and be one game off. And this could have just been – I could have just bet this on one damn game and just be done with it. Like, I just, it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And, but for terms of Oklahoma State – I take the overs, man. Just in games, like actual yeah. games, they just stink. The you want, you want to take the over in Bedlam. They had the defense last year. You guys talked about how much they lost on defense from the coaches to the players, the tacklers. I'm just taking the over on their actual games, on the points in the games. Yeah, that's how I kind of roll with Oklahoma State. I don't. They're not really a team I uh, I follow too much. 
Is there any other team in this conference that you guys want to talk about? No, but I got one stat for you real quick because Chip, sometimes with my stats, talks about coaching staff changes. We know Mike Gundy's been there a little while. Oklahoma on their last 62 games are 47 and 14 and one at home as a favor of more than seven points. So when they're at home and they're gonna, they're, they're a big time favorite, they cover a lot, 47 and 14. So I'm looking at their schedule. Games like that? Two out of the first three. Central Michigan. Central Michigan for sure. One. And then Pine Bluff week two or week three. Texas Tech minus 11 and a half could be a, uh, time they're favored by double digits. West Virginia last game of the season, minus 13 and a half. So four or five opportunities there, John. If you're going to be betting the over every game, you might be able to throw it in as a parlay for the spread and get some real money going on these games because, like I said, Mike Gundy's been there a long time. So you have mm-hmm. uh, some history to work with here. I like that. I like that. Anything else in this conference, boys? Let me see. I don't think so. All right, Chip, any last words before we get out of this conference? No, I, I said everything I need to say. You guys are going to regret all your Texas takes when they. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait, Chip, wait. Real quick, let's go around the horn. Who you got winning the conference? Big 12. Oh, I got Texas. There we go. I, I like Texas. That. I'm going Baylor. Texas is back. Uh, should I? Wait, you're taking the under and you're got them to win? I'm taking Baylor in the under. That's my, that's, I, I'm trying to middleman, just try not to go in the middle, try not to get eight wins or nine wins. I either need 10 wins at a conference title or I need Baylor under seven and a half. All right. Uh, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm throwing Oklahoma in parlays and I'm throwing Baylor in parlays for the conference here. But if I, if I, for separately, I'll, I'm going to probably put a half unit on TCU just so I could say I was right. If it happens, but it's not something I'm like, you know, it's not Oregon. It's not Miami. It's not NC state. (laughs) It's not any of those teams that we've been talking about. This is kind of like, honestly, Baylor would be kind of like Utah for me. Like, if Utah wins, I'm like, yeah, sounds good. They should win. They're the best team they've ever been, and they're you know, and they, they're pretty juiced in, in a good way. If Baylor wins, yeah, they should have. They're pretty juiced in a good way. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I feel about these teams. I like it. All right. And that wraps it up, guys. Make sure to tune in to the last conferences that we've been talking about here. Uh, we have the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 coming up. we got the SEC. And, of course, we got week zero coming through. My boys are in Ireland, and I cannot wait for Nebraska to not cover that spread. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot wait. And if they lose, God help you, Chip, if they lose that game. But, as always, guys, catch us on the Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period, YouTube page. We've got the Jets playlist where you can hear me and Greg and our boy Alex Trat, the Tratacaster, Mr. Trataris. The, the night weekly guy from Knicks Fan TV, the guy that looks like Clay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get that guy on. You can hear him. We're going to talk about the Jets. Uh, we also got the Knicks pods on there. Things are always happening, even in the offseason. Rumors, Donovan Mitchell this, SGA that. We'll get into all of it. Of course, catch Chip Murphy 7 on Twitter. Also, writer for Knicks Fan TV. My boy Greg. On the winning P weekly Twitter. Also, our video producer for Knicks Jets, etc. Catch it all, man. Catch a Ricey. Ricey, the Raisin Man. 
Ricey K. Catch his stuff, dropping new albums, making weird TikToks. Especially people are doing weird things with food. The latest is the hot dog trend with the straw. Everybody's killing it out there. But yeah, as always, guys, we appreciate your comments. Like, subscribe, leave that thumbs up. Let us know what you got. Yeah, is, boys? is Texas back? We have to know in the comments. Is Texas back? Chip doesn't think so. Texas is right, back. <laughs>